Hello and welcome to the Nearly Footballers podcast. We hope you guys are well. And now that the Copa America and the Euros are over, we can start looking forward to the new club season and right before that, the pre-season friendlies and the transfer madness that is usually synonymous with this part of the football calendar. But it's still early days on that front, so it gives us a chance to finally discuss the Euro 2020 final. And here we are, Naeem, my co-host. Hello, how are you? Good, uh, good morning. Good afternoon, actually. Good uh, post-final Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's definitely not going home. It went to Rome. Thankfully. No, but bro, you know, we recorded last week and unfortunately, because uh, of technical difficulties, mm. that episode wasn't able to drop. But um, I had said last week that I was supporting England England in this final. Mm. For what? For what reason? Uh, just because there's a high number of Manchester United players in that England squad. It's and, a three, um, now four. No, it's a high number, bro. It's four now. Who, who are they? Shaw. Uh-huh. Rashford, yeah, Maguire, and yeah. Sancho. And Sancho, <laughs> confirmed, bro. He's doing a medical today, by the way. Yeah. Anyway, I um, yeah, I was supporting England, and on my uh, on my way to the final, like with my team, England. Um, Not France, England now. Yeah. So there were some things that were starting to become endearing within their performances, um, and just the fact that. They have one of the best squads in the in the in the tournament. Uh, made me feel like, yeah, it might actually come home. Um, they go on and score within the first two minutes. Brilliant goal from Shobatu Carlos. Uh, much expected. Oh did you see that technique? He did a drop kick volley. He let it drop first. And it was then, great technique. Yeah, amazing. It was a glorified tapping. It wasn't a glorified tapping. <laughs> He started the move and he finished it on a half volley. Wow. Uh, I don't know if we're calling half volleys tap-ins now. Um, Glorified tap-ins. I don't know, bro. Where's the game gone, man? That was not a tap-in. But anyway, um, (laughs) what I was trying to say is I ended up falling for the The romanticism. The media hype. The romanticism. The romanticism from the media hype. And the media hype. Because you're reading the Daily Mail, the Mirror, the, Sun, the Metro. Man, I was, you know how cold it's been here in Nairobi. These guys. You know how cold it's been in Nairobi. Yeah. The only sun that I could get was the newspaper. So I was reading the, the sun and shit. Um, no, but seriously, bro. I got caught in the, the romanticism of uh, just having this new English generation, which is quite different from other English teams. Because within the squad... There, there isn't any real rivalries anymore. And um, one thing that they really changed about themselves is uh, just their likability as a team. I've, I mean, you were supporting Italy, but I can, you can name a few players from the English squad who would be your favorite players in the tournament. I mean, apart from Saka, I'm sure uh, guys like Harry Kane... Sancho, those are guys, Grealish, Foden, those are guys you would love to watch and you'd, you wouldn't mind winning a tournament. Um, but to my point, after Shaw scored that goal is when I realized uh, these guys can't win this game. These, can't, these guys can't win a trophy unless Southgate changes how he approaches games or unless Southgate 
leaves that position. But um, yeah. But you see, that's the, that's the thing. <coughs> that's my shtick with with Southgate. Mm. England, in my opinion, have the best squad. Hands down, they have the best squad yep. in in the Euros, including France and Germany, all these massive nations, right? In my opinion, they have the best squad depth and the best squad. I think there's an argument for France, but... Yeah, but uh, in terms of squad depth, I don't think you can compare that to England, especially the attack. No, I think you can, bro. Okay, let's... We, we, that's, a, that's a side discussion. We can, do, we can do it real quick. 30 seconds, go. All right. Just You name an English player, I'll name a France player so. who's better or the same. Or similar quality. Mm. All right, go. You go first. Uh, Harry Kane. Uh, Karim Benzema. Uh, Rashford. Uh, we go for Mbappe. Mbappe is even better. Uh, Sterling. Uh, Kingsley Coleman, better. Uh, Grealish. Uh, we have uh, Gritsy. Grealish is better Saka. though. Saka. Uh, uh, we have, um, who's this guy, man? Dem, Dembuz, mm. Dembele. Sancho. Sancho. We have um, this guy, bro. Mm. There you want me, man. That Mason was you Mount. Mason I'm still Mount. Not done. Midfield. Mason Mount. Uh, we Beyond have Pogba Kanti, talk to me. Before Pogba, in midfield. Sisa, no. I was, I was <laughs> about to say Sisoko. Sisoko. <laughs> All right, we go to defense. I mean, it's, it's incomparable. The squad depth yeah, is yeah, huge. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So in my opinion, like, England deserve a manager like that, that, that's willing to go all out and take control. Arafu, it's, it's you guys, when I say you guys, it's like I'm addressing the nation of England, but yeah, go you on. played six out of seven games. In SMS the Queen. <laughs> you played six out of seven games at home, mm. right? You are in the final at home. At home. It's been 55 years. This is, in my opinion, the best English squad ever assembled. Better than the likes of Rooney, like, collectively. Mm. You have not conceded from open play, and you, and you didn't concede from open play in the semi-final either uh, during the tournament. And then you get yourself a manager who his highlight of his career was Middlesbrough. And throughout the pre throughout the, the, the prep, uh, prep, preparation games, mm-hmm. um, the, the friendlies and whatnot before the Euros, you guys played back threes, you dilly-dallied with some back four, but most of the time you played a back five. And you've put in two holding midfielders, you have two right backs on one wing. It's just not good enough. Yes. It's, it's yes. just not good enough. It was so poor. He is such a poor manager. I don't understand why it took so long for Mason Mount to go to get out. You know, to be subbed off. Uh, I think you've, you 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 fathered my point when I said after they scored the goal, you kind of realized that uh, they didn't have much about them in terms of um, how the manager was going to steer them to the win. I mean. They were, it was just one goal away from winning a trophy. You've been playing, like you've been saying, you've, most of the tournament you've been playing at home at Wembley. And um, you come into the tournament with Grealish, Foden, Sancho and Rashford. Some of the best chance creators in, in football right now, in the world. Mm. Rashford has only played a collective, I think, of 
one minute of extra time in the final and penalties. Mm-hmm. Sancho has only played, uh, I think, 60, 70 minutes against Ukraine. Foden only played the first game. I came on in the third game, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the final, like you said, you go with a back five. You go with Mason Mount playing on the wing. He's not a winger. Then you have the two holding midfielders, Phillips and um, Basmati, <laughs> who, for me, are just like for like. They're, they're the same. They do the exact same thing. And bro, the, the thing that's now even like, it's just, I've just deeped it. You're at home. Why not go for it? I mean, the English fans would have sucked that ball into that. Even when Grealish came on, you could see how, uh, how the game changed. People now are starting to watch the game again because the game before that was so flat. And he just doesn't have the, the balls to do it at that level. I don't no, think he so. He doesn't. I don't think I mean, so. And he was really shown out by Mancini, man. He was And I expected really it. I expected out. it, especially when I saw the lineups and when I saw the probable lineups on Saturday, uh, we were discussing it on the show and I told the guys like, "Bro, how if he plays a back five, which is widely reported right now and mm. and they're likely to be very accurate these reports, how is that midfield of Rice and Phillips going to measure up to Verratti, Barella, and Jorginho. Yep. Like, what's the game plan? And, and the thing is, uh, like, it's how if you play a black, uh, black five. <laughs> if it's, it's how if you black play lives a black five. <laughs> a black fly. <laughs> <laughs> it's how if you play a black five and, and all you do is create chances from the wings. That's fine. Which, it, which is what happened in the first two minutes. Mm. But was that ever replicated again? Or was it ever replicated well? No. I saw a stat, Squawker, mm. on Twitter. Marco Verratti had more passes completed yeah. than Declan Rice, Calvin Phillips, Jordan Henderson, and Mason Mount. They're even including a player who came on as a sub and was taken off. Yeah, yeah. Combined. Yeah. He had more passes than them combined. So <coughs> if we consider Barella and Locatelli and Jorginho when they came on, it's incomparable. Look at the stats, Naim. You're at home. 55 years since your last final, okay? And you're playing at home. You have the best squad, in my opinion, ever assembled. And you had six shots two on target, and 34% possession. It compared to Italy's 19 shots, six on target, and 66% possession, your passes are half of Italy's passes. You allowed them to, to play around with the ball. You decided, this is how we're going to play. Marcelo Lippi, World Cup winning coach mm. of Italy, mm. he said England, all they're good for is physicality. They clear the ball, they send it from keeper to striker. Imagine, this is a this is a legendary coach. So he's not talking out of his ass, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's not senile either. I know he's old, but he's definitely not senile. When someone says that, you need to take a long, hard look at yourself. And now the FA are giving Gary Southgate a contract extension. So there is no choice for Gary. There's no there's no sacking him now. It's the only thing that can improve for England is that they give him time or they give him a direction to change his ways, which I think is unlikely to happen. Yeah, and bro, um, <clears throat> the English situation is kind of mad because I think also 
the media aspect plays a huge role in anything that happens in the UK you know, whether it comes to the monarchy whether it comes to sport mm-hmm. um and from the first game all these guys have done in the media is hype up southgate mm-hmm. made him out to be someone who's making the right decisions my guy didn't know jack grealish until uh what when was it i think um, until the airplane i think when he met him <laughs> fucking up He did. Luke Shaw has been the best left back in the tournament. Yeah, well. Didn't even start the first game, did he? No. Gareth Southgate started with two right backs. Yeah. Um you have Harry Kane who arguably is one of the best strikers in the tournament. Uh, if you maybe put Lukaku on the side and Karim Benzema. And he played like dog shit. And he was playing like dog shit, but do you know why? Because he was he kept having to play that number 10 role. That's fine, name. No, 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 it's not fine. You have the best you have the best striker right and then on the bench you have your creators you have the guy who's now a specialist number 10 why are you asking harry kane to drop to drop so deep a lot of those crosses yet on uh, on the final um trippier was getting in such good positions you have luke shaw on the other side getting in good positions and these are really two good crosses of the ball where is harry kane he was not he's never in the box and that ball was coming in it's mostly sterling He bro he was never in the box because bro. he never touched the ball in Italy's penalty area not even once not even in once. 120 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And Now, why I said it was fine is because uh. it's fine if he's creating and getting on the end of things. Right? Yeah. Which he does for Tottenham. Yeah. So it's not like he doesn't know how to do it. But obviously this guy I mean look Harry Kane did create that chance for Bukayo Saka against um who did they play? Denmark. Uh, the one Saka missed. Was it a miss or save? No, he created, he, he crossed it in. He was supposed to go to Sterling, but then uh, Kjaer, Kjaer oh, yeah, yeah. put it in his own net. Yeah. And it's fine if you do that, obviously. But he was off. He was so off. He was just an English Chiro Immobile. And then, you know, this English situation is also now a bit crazy because if I'm Sancho or if I'm Rashford. What's the point? Or if I'm even if I'm Grealish, bro, What's I do point? not trust this manager. What's the point? Because I can already see through his actions, he doesn't have trust in me. He doesn't have trust in any of the attacking midfielders that and, he has. And these are guys who've come off seasons with 30 plus chances created. And then now moving forward, and these are all young players. Grealish is young, Sancho is young, Rashford is young. These are guys who are going to be mainstays in this English squad. And they've barely, barely had a kick. Grealish came on um what was it against the first game they played Croatia and changed the game and Southgate has been um talking about like meritocracy in terms of his uh, squad selection have we really seen Grealish after no. that no just little 15 minute cameos no. 20 minute cameos Grealish came on um versus Denmark right and or who was it he came on I think it was against Croatia he came on changed it came on against Denmark again changed it um there were, there was another team before Denmark who was it Ukraine you no Germany actually oh yeah Germany, Germany changed came it. in gave the the pre-assist um, and, as, and an assist to Harry Kane yeah and an as, yeah exactly so it's it's there is no meritocracy and then you know let's let's talk about Italy before we get into the penalty debacle mm. which is i mean a, a couple of days now since the final but we've gotten some more detail mm. um italy fantastic bro this isn't supposed to be italy 
Italy aren't supposed to pass the ball around like this. 35 unbeaten. 35 games unbeaten. And a whole fucking Euros. And a Euros. And this is an aging squad. Apparently. Well, it's made out to be like an aging squad because it's led by an aging uh, couple of centre-backs who Mm. are, in my opinion, some of the best centre-backs in the world. Chiellini, definitely top three. Um, Wow. Donnarumma. Uh, Fantastic. And it just, sh- it just goes to show that you don't necessarily need a fully world-class back line to win things. Mm. You need a decent spine and maybe a world-class centre-back partnership, a good philosophy. Not, and it doesn't necessarily need to be a defensive philosophy either. But, I mean, fantastic. They played some of the best football in the tournament. And they... They won the Euros and they had Immobile at the front, bro. Right. Oh my God, bro. They were playing with 10 men for most of these matches. Can you believe it? It's ridiculous because I'm actually quite disappointed with him because he's supposed to be a very good striker. He is a very good striker. He is ass. He was so ass. Even he was ass. But, I mean, Harry Kane was ass. Oh, Harry Kane got, at least got goals, bro. Yeah, so did Chiro Immobile. He got two goals. They got the same Snap. amount of goals. Snap. I think. I'm not, you could probably fact check that. But the point I'm trying to make is, like, imagine how much stronger they would have been if Immobile could, like, fucking control a pass. Because that's, that's what happened. Look, my, my issue with, with England, right, mm. was they didn't need to play a back five. They could have just matched up Italy in midfield because Italy, should they have been matched up, right, and they, they try passing into Immobile, they would have turned the ball over and, sp- uh, and England would have had more players to link up with in a counter-attack, which they would have been good at. So they could have played a defensive game if they really wanted to with a, ba- with a back four and, and offered more on the counter. This guy, I think someone was saying he, he, he manages England like he's, like he's managing um, Middlesbrough. That, yeah. was, that was someone was saying. Yeah, it is. Because honestly... Kyle Walker at right back, he can, he can hold that line the whole by himself. By himself. He doesn't Stones, need Trippier there. Stones and Maguire, that's a solid pat- partnership already. Honestly, Luke right, Shaw. Be- before you go on, right? <clears throat> if we look back, mm. Kieran Trippier was t- taken off, right? Yeah, he was. Kyle Walker's... I, I don't remember Kieran Trippier making that many defensive challenges. It was mostly Kyle Walker Kyle anyway. Walker, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, so Luke Shaw? Luke Shaw left back. If, imagine if they started the tournament... With a four-two-three-one, or even a four-three-three, match England, match Italy up. They would have, they would, they would have. I think even that midfield battle would have been a different story if there was an extra body in there. Even if it was Henderson, put him in there. Even if it was Mount, Henderson would have given. That, that's how much better Henderson is than Declan Rice and Calvin <coughs> Phillips. Hendo alone mm. would have added so much creativity, or at least those passes into the channels to create chances for a counter. Yeah. And you've seen how dangerous um, England are when they receive the ball in wide areas, when they're playing Saka in, when they're playing Sterling in. Mm. I I can't believe he started. By the way, when you you mentioned Saka, I can't believe he played Saka Mm. off the bench if he was just going to put Mount on the right. Saka, as soon as he came on, like he he needed to be choked. By Chiellini. Different story. By Chiellini. Like completely different... Like, he, he started putting guys on the back foot. And now England started holding the ball a bit more. Yeah. Like, why would it take you that long? Like, guys keep saying, and, and that's the thing. Guys keep saying, oh, we got into the semifinal and, and we got into the final. 
you know, there's progression. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. No, that's different, bro. <laughs> it's, it's it's cup tournament. It's cup it. tournament. I'm, I'm making fun of international football. I'm poking bro. at you, bro. Don't poking do that, man. Plus, international football right now is mostly defensive stuff. And that's right? not. It is, well, bro. You've seen these these games. I know, man. and I've seen the winner. Italy, you've seen the right? fourth. The uh, was it the but, Switzerland game three three. Spain, Croatia, no, no, five, no, no, three. no. I mean, in terms of uh, three, three, yeah, Germany, Portugal. Me. I, mean, I mean, in terms of whether you want to make it far, nah, your best man. bet, your best bet, nah, is to man. play defensive football. If you play defensive football, you yeah. get beat by 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 Italy, like the way Southgate did. No, if you play defensive football like Italy mm. did against Spain, you still win. Okay, my my <laughs> issue, my issue, my issue with Southgate yeah. is. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. It's neither here or there. It's not really break us down. Football, like, it's, it's not like he's he's trying to be in the middle. He's trying to be someone who can say his team plays attacking football, but they're still tight in the back. I think what England needs, they need someone like either Jose Mourinho, who's going to say, we're going to get everyone behind the ball. When we get the ball, we're going to counter. And that's the philosophy. Be good at that. Or you get someone who's going to let these boys play yeah, and I don't think Southgate is that because the thing is right does he even look like he has direction when they are playing ball it, they, it, I don't think so Do you, I feel like it's it's mostly them working off their natural instincts on how to attack and how to position themselves which they should know although, how to do but like I mean in although, Mourinho right yeah. he, he, if he concedes a goal yeah. sorry if he scores a goal yeah. right, and goes 1-0 up he's gonna park the bus but any other opportunity he gets to counter he will he will take it and mm. they will most likely make use of it yeah although you can you can say against uh, I think Germany they were playing in they were playing on the wings a lot with uh, with Saka and Sterling mm. and that's what brought the problems yeah but I mean can we, Germany can, Germany's Germany is whack. No, nah, it's not whack. Can we talk about... Um, can we talk about the, the penalties. penalties? Yeah, let's talk about the penalties. What do you think? So, my, my first thoughts were... Seriously, Harry Kane took the first one. Who took the first one? Harry Kane. Harry Kane. Right? And then... Maguire took the second. Oof, what a penalty. Fucking broke the camera. I mean... Did you see the camera? Bruno has his problems next season. Yes. Yeah. Just let Maguire take them. Captain anyway. Fantastic footballer, man. Um, then Rashford, then Sancho, then Saka. It's like he went from the most experienced to the least. I wouldn't say the least because Rashford takes penalties for. Yeah, but he's not United. the best. He is the best. No, there was a season <laughs> I remember before you guys got Bruno. That was that whole Pogba Rashford. Rashford you guys thing. kept switching things. You know, you know, you guys are so easily swayed by the English media, man. Bro, no wait. How many penalties <laughs> did bo both of those guys miss? At least That's one each. It wasn't one each. It was. They hit no, the cross, actually, they hit the post like twice. Actually, it was Pogba who missed. And then it was a whole hullabaloo because Rashford was the penalty taker. And the media was saying Rashford should have been selfish and told him, no, I'm going to take this penalty. Yeah, but it was more than that. That was the issue. It was more Rashford than is good at taking penalties. Against PSG, the Champions League, mm. pressure situation. He took it with a plum. Yeah. He took it without looking, with, with looking at the ball the whole time. Bro, how without you, trying how some you? dumbass technique. No, yeah, but so this is what I'm trying to say yeah. about this particular penalty situation. A lot of people are saying that, um, yeah, the manager chose, uh, must have chosen the, the penalty takers way before. 
No, he didn't. When you look at the... Did you see the video? The video. The video of him going around asking guys if they're going to take the pens. Oh, no, I haven't seen that. You haven't seen that? No, I haven't seen that, bro. He went to ask Sancho. He went to ask Rashford. He went to ask yeah. Saka, then Grealish. Yeah. What's the point of speaking to uh, Grealish at that point if you already have, have your five? Saka. So, bro, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No, I just thought and he then, was ill-prepared because... It was ill-prepared. You're, Actually, you're right. You're it's basically still, asking someone like Rashford and Greenwood. I mean, Green... Uh, Saka. Sancho. Sancho, yeah. Sancho and Rashford to come off the bench... One minute. ...with 70 seconds. Like one minute to go. Imagine if the ball didn't go out. Would he have been able to make those subs? Like, that's so dumb. That's a very valid that question. That was so ill-prepared, man. That's actually a very valid question. If the ball didn't go out... Would have Sancho and Rashford taken those penalties? No. no, they wouldn't. And I'm just thinking as a footballer here, because I've missed penalties before in some of our bigger tournaments. Yeah. And when you're stepping up to, the, to take a penalty, there's so much that goes into it. And a lot of people, I think, were downplaying what goes into taking a penalty. Yeah. A lot of people are saying... Rashford and Sancho knew that they were taking penalties and that they've been practicing in training and that they're professional footballers. But on a stage like that, your mindset has to be tuned to the speed of the game. Your body, your muscle memory has to be accustomed to that football. You've only, you've not even, I think they only had like one touch before the, the, the whistle went. Bro, did you see and how then long you they want me stood to take, there for on the line, on and the sidelines? Yeah, and then you want me to take the biggest penalty of... In the, the last half century of our country. You saw, you saw Rashford's run-up. It was so weird. He never does that run-up. He, re- he really tried the no-look thing. No, he, no, I, no I just he think, didn't look at the ball. He I didn't just, look at the ball. I looked at the replay. No, I just think he was like low in confidence. No, he said it though in his post, right? You didn't see his post? I saw his, I saw his post, but... Hell along. What? It's mad. Sancho's penalty... Uh, Sancho, in my opinion, Rashford's penalty was decent. It hit the post, yeah. It hit, it hit the, the post, post, just unfortunate. But I just, I, I hate penalty kick takers mm. who don't look at the ball. Mm. It's like, and if you don't score, bro, mina kutatesha. I am seriously going to scold you. Like, for real, I'm going to criticize you. No, but sometimes... But if you score, yeah. I have nothing to say. As long as you score, I have nothing to say. Well, you know, sometimes that looking at the ball gives the keeper an idea of where you're going to put it. So sometimes, some, ke- some players, you... Take a look at where the keeper seems like he's going and then you put it on the other side. So can I tell you... How do you take penalties? I never look at the side that I'm going to take. I'm never, I never look at the... That's already the, a tell. No, I never look at the area I'm going to shoot at. Mm. And I always look at the keeper. Mm. So, mm. what I do is... Seriously, this is just copy-paste Matt Letizia technique. Okay. As soon as I'm about to kick the ball... I've already opened up my foot to make it look like I'm going one way, right? Whenever you open up your foot, that, in my opinion, by the way, keepers guess from the shape of your foot as you're about to hit it. How you're shaping your, your foot, how you're going to hit it? Seriously, yeah. that's how they guess. In my opinion, as soon as you open up your foot, they already have an idea that you could send it, you know, an inside <coughs> foot finish to their far left, mm. right? Mm. If you see them move at that point, right, and you can see them from your periphery, right, all you need to do is wrap your foot around the ball again, 
And send it the other way. And send it the other way out. And it does. And the thing is, once you do that, you never really have to put it in the corner. You yeah. just have to hit it on target. And how, how hard is it to, you know, hit yeah. it on target? That's actually, I mean, this is a weird story, but we were shooting pens on Sunday with Saddam and Devi. Mm. Saddam kept asking, Devi, is out? Like, you can't. You can't save Zoom. You can't. I mean, you, you never go the right side. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's just genuinely because of that. In an open, you see, that's the thing. The penalties that we used to take in these tournaments, right? Mm. They were small posts, so you don't necessarily have that leisure. You don't have that room for error. You have to be quite accurate and quite powerful with your pen. But in a, in a big post, in my opinion, it's easier. The thing is, Sancho's and, and, and Bukayo Saka's penalties... Were like kind of straight down the middle. And a very good height as well. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, they weren't great <coughs> saves. They were saves... That, Donnarumma should be making. Let's let's get into like the the soccer thing. The player's psyche. Like, what oh, are you okay. thinking when you've seen your manager go around, fl- like flirt around the players and it's ask ridiculous. who wants to take a penalty? It's ridiculous. And then someone like Rashford barely featured in this tournament. Someone like S- uh, Sancho barely name, featured. Name. Let me let and me then ask he you comes and asks you, "Do uh-huh. you want to take the penalty that's gonna?" Change Break the course our, of history. Yeah, our 55 year wait for a trophy. Name, let me ask you this. Right now, huh? off, straight off the bat, off the top of your head, yeah. tell me the order of best penalty kick takers for England. For United. For United. Right now, as a fan, tell me. Bruno. Uh huh. Rashford. Uh huh. Um, Greenwood, I think, can take a decent penalty. Mm-hmm. Cavani. I'm just going to go with the attackers. Martial. I don't know. Okay. I'll tell you right now. Defenders-wise, from, no, 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 defenders. from what I saw in the final, the Europa League. Maguire, final, apparently. Maguire, Tonzibi. Yeah. So, just off the top of my mind. But are you seeing the difference of when Oli made the substitutions for the penalties? Of course. And it's this, much and this. more prepared because he knows his players. And that's the thing. It's fine. Someone can, someone can try and uh, put that into perspective by saying that you know, Ole has a lot more time with, with his team, mm. which makes the pressure even more pertinent. Yeah. Like, you need, to, you need to get that out. You need, like, how don't you know your best penalty kick takers by the time you arrive at Wembley for your first game? For your first group stage game. Group stage game. How don't you know that? I can <laughs> tell you right now, the best penalty kick takers at Arsenal, mm. Lacazette, mm. Obamia, Granit Xhaka, Already, yeah. already, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's three already off the top of my head. You don't, yeah, yeah. I don't no. need to think about it. You don't even need to go and ask people if. No, I already know. Yeah, no, I get you, I get you. So that was that's why I called it the debacle, right? Mm. And then to give Saka a penalty. Who's never taken penalty? Not even in a preseason friendly. He's never taken a penalty, bro. Not even in a preseason friendly name. Oh. Like I get it, he's been the the revelation of the of the English media. He's been the star of the English team so far. He has, mm. he has. Mm. Have you seen all the memes, the I unicorns mean, and everything? I mean, he's no. Just apart cute. from Sterling, he's apart cute. from Sterling, he's been their best player. Yeah, but I, player. I wouldn't say he's a In revelation. Attackers. I wouldn't say he's a revelation. I think, I think, a lot of people didn't know Saka could do this. But I, I've, 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 I've been a huge Bukayo Saka fan for a while and. There is the argument that he does produce on the highest occasion and he's a bit um, confident in himself and it's not re- easily phased for his age. He's fearless. He's fearless, but at the fearless. same time, 
not the penalty that's going to kick you out. Maybe if it was the winning penalty, like, okay, yeah, you go take this penalty. If you miss it, there's still another one to be taken. Exactly. Give him that chance of, oh, here's glory, you know? Score a penalty. Like, just take the second one. Take, take the third one. Take the third one. Give Rashford the last one. Give Rashford the last one. You know one. what? I swear, give, if you give Rashford give Grealish, the last one. Give Henderson. Give, give anybody. Give Shaw the last one. Grealish Although Shaw said, is terrible. Grealish said, yeah. No, but he scored his. But it was a, it was a, bit, it was a bit sus, but he scored like the, his like, versus, in, versus Villarreal. Yeah, yeah. But give Rashford the last one. Rashford, if he had the last one, he changes his run-up. He's thumping it. He's, he's banging that thing straight down the middle, you bastard. That's, that's what he's doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Proper, like, clean follow-through, clean contact. He's not going to try that stuttered run-up and, and, and not looking and making sure the keeper dives before he shoots. Nah. He's hitting that, confirming, and running off to the fans. Yeah, but, like, I guess all in all, the better team won, and I think all in all, like, uh, yeah, in terms that, of... we can agree. The, the tournament as a, as a whole was good, Italy won. It was good, yeah. because, in my opinion, the English fans didn't deserve it. No, nah, and, they, and, and they've just shown us why with all this uh, racism. And the racism I expected. Stuff. We, we all expected, right? <clears throat> but the booing of the national anthem during the Italian national anthem, disgusting. I saw videos of 10 English fans beating up one Italian fan. Mm. Why? Why? You what, mate? You what? You want it? I saw. You want it? You, 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 like fuck. <laughs> what the hell, bro? It's ridiculous. So yeah, this is actually the other side as of of the whole um, English national team debate because I watch a lot of fan channels, um, and one of my favorite is Vibe Vibe with Five, which mm. involves Rio Ferdinand, Stephen Housen, and uh, Joe, mm. who's a big Arsenal. Supporter. supporter and fan and Stephen Housen was saying in, in Manchester we have a saying bro just fuck the English team sideways <laughs> it's Manchester United over England that's, yeah. what, that's what people feel and a lot of fans are feeling that as well because uh, I even saw a video some Liverpool um, fan channel personality was just breaking down as to why you support England but you don't support England. You support the players, but you don't support the institution because you've just see, you've seen the backlash unnecessarily. I mean, these are the guys who got you in the final in the first place. Um, yeah, three of that starting eleven mm. are actually English. The rest are immigrants. Yeah, you bastards. You bastards. You, you fucking bastards. Well, lie. Fuck them, man. I'm serious. I mean. There's, there was uh, one Arsenal Not even Harry Kane is English, yeah? He's, yeah, he's apparently a, he's, he's originally Irish or Irish, something. Yeah. So um, this guy, Lee Judges, I don't know if you know him, from Arsenal Fan TV, one mm. of the bald old guys. Have you ever watched one of his? Ah, yeah, 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 yeah really, them say. He never celebrates, <laughs> yeah. No, no, not, not the one who died. No, I know, the other Mze. The other Mze, yeah. yeah. That one's, he's actually quite more calm. <clears throat> he doesn't celebrate when a rival, fan, a rival player scores. Like a Tottenham player, mm. he won't celebrate. United... Liverpool, fine. Chelsea, no. Mm. Tottenham, no. Mm. Simple as. And that's how it should be, in my opinion. The club football, club, club football is, is in, yeah, where it's in at. In the UK is, is where it's at. That's where you see the true... Um, yeah, man. Anyway, but anyway. Congratulations to Mancini. I really Forza hope, I really hope he manages to... Yeah, Forza Asuri, Forza Italia. Um, I really hope 
he he manages to keep up this momentum all the way through till you know one and a half years from now. Oh, bro, my Italian player of the tournament, man. I didn't tell you, mm, Chiesa, me. man. I mean, he's everybody's oh, Italian. Oh my goodness, fantastic, isn't he? He has that, you know, that dribble. Sometimes it's messy, like it's a messy dribble, like it's not too tidy. But then he knocks it. But then he knocks it, and then he's, he's gone. He's off. And then I just like how when he approaches like the edge of the box, it's on sight. He, he's, yeah. he's getting that <laughs> shot off. He's getting it. it. Like if it means he has to fake two wow. players to lay them on the floor, he will still get that shot off. I mean, there was a great save that he forced Jordan Pickford to mm. to, um, to to make, but Jordan Fick, uh, Pickford, Jordan Pickford had to make. You know, he was he was shouting whenever he was about to make a save, yeah. or after he made a save. But that one, I felt he had every right to complain about because. Holy crap! That one almost went in, and that's the thing about Kiesa. Kiesa faked right? the, the shot twice. Twice he faked two players oh as he's making his run in, and that's the thing. His his bravery. There was a point where he he was being hounded or harassed by Bukayo Saka in his back, mm. and ahead of him is Cal Walker mm. just before his injury, mm. right? And he's like, "Nah, I'm taking you guys on." Cal Walker is the fastest man on earth, and then you have Saka as well, bro. and then you have Saka who knows how to play in defense, and he's also fucking quick. Yeah, yeah. And he and doesn't muscular. care. These guys are muscular as well, man. Yeah. Like, and, and that's the thing. Oh, on the other wing, so. he was enjoying his time with Luke Shaw. And when he comes in, he was enjoying his time with, with Phil, uh, Phillips and Rice. And Rice. It, it's ridiculous. Like, <clears throat> his, and he's so basic with his dribbles. It's not, it's not like stepovers and flair and nah. It's not. It's like three-star rated. Direct. Uh, yeah. Three-star three skills yeah, in FIFA. Yeah, you know, but yeah. he will beat you. Another another player they missed obviously was Spinazzola, and one could only think how much that game would have been different. Who's your Who's your player of the tournament so far? My player of the tournament? Yeah, it doesn't have to be English or Italian player. Um, interesting. I mean, there is Mela, who had an amazing tournament, mm. in my opinion. You mentioned a, a fantastic stat that he had the most carries. Ball into carries into the opposition's uh, box, or I think half. Yeah. And he's a fullback. And he's a fullback. Left back. And, and we saw that mm. again and again. Uh, notable mentions. I mean, we have to mention Paul Pogba. Um, I, I, this, is, this is weird, but Ronaldo, I mean... <laughs> He's been top scorer. I mean, you just can't take it. I don't yeah. care if I don't yeah. care if they're tap-ins. I don't care if they're penalties. I hate those kind of goals. Yeah. But there's you can't run away from the consistency. It's chasing. It's breathing down your neck. And I'm it's here. And it's not like you know, guys were talking uh, nonsense about those tap-in goals. Um, but it's not like the Portuguese team provided him with other other opportunities. No. As a number nine, bro, what are you supposed no, to they do? They weren't bro? putting him through. I mean, we're putting them through. Yeah. Um, uh, some keepers uh, in in Casper Schmeichel. Oh, Casper, bro! Fantastic. Every time, every time I see Casper, bro, I, I I shed a tear, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, just because of that whole. Peter you know Schmeichel what? Thing, you know bro. what? Yeah. If I was a United He's fan, beast. Honestly, if I was a United fan, yeah. Why not bring him in? He's better than Dean Henderson. If De David De Gea is causing so much um, point of discussion, mm -hmm. he's causing so much debate. Is he better than there? Not, not, not really, but is he... Is he worse? Is he worse? Than That's Henderson. what I'm saying. No, is he worse than Henderson? No way. No, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's I mean, not. Henderson doesn't compare. Hey. Um, Bukayo Saka is a notable mention. Okay, so let's do young player of, this, of the tournament. Oh, Pedri. Pedri, yeah. He, he actually won it. Though. He won, he the, won it. He won it. He won it. I mean, the thing is, 
one can say 100 100% pass completion rate but it's not that it's it's his intelligence mm. it's he knows what he knows what to do with the ball better than most of these experienced midfielders in the premier league champions league all these men he's just better he's just better pedri yeah you remember there was a, there were a couple of friends of ours right uh, jude naldo mm. both barca fans they came to my place and they wanted to show me two players i hadn't seen any of them so i just watched some highlights they showed me trincao yeah and and uh, pedri mm. and they showed me ricky puig right they asked me who do you think is going to be the main like the, the main star i was like puig is obviously a bit more established right now this was before coman even came in right? yeah yeah i didn't even see uh pedri in barcelona kits i saw him in like some weird highlights right and i saw Trincao with all his skills and his goals and his ability like raw talent. Yeah, yeah. Right? so who did you say? I said Pedri. Nah, bro. I know well, you said. I you said, said Call Jude right now. I, I know you said Braithwaite, bro. Come on, Yo, man. Yo, don't shit on Braithwaite, bro. <laughs> Braithwaite. Why are you gassing the thing for the pot, bro? Yeah, I know you said Braithwaite. Serious. Man. I'm serious. I said I said Pedri. Um Pedri Saka Damsgaard. Oh, Damsgaard. Damsgaard. I mean, by the way, Damsgaard Damsgaard is free kick was really interesting because I don't know. Did you see um, how the da- the Danish wall moved? No, I didn't notice that. So they left a lot of space, right? Mm. So that Pickford didn't didn't have his line of sight uh, obscured. But then, as he's running up to the ball, he moved. The wall moved. Yeah. And to they block made the ball. To block the ball. So he hesitated in the jump, and even though the ball wasn't right in the corner, right in the corner, it didn't matter because yeah. they obscured him obstructed his vision <clears throat> brilliant i was like wow that's actually such a simple tactic but a fantastic idea and it's mad because it would have been italy denmark if uh, raheem sterling didn't win a penalty that was definitely not a penalty mm. bro i mean going back to it no way no way i mean there was contact i saw the the now the replay that showed up a while later mm. right and there was shin to shin nah, contact man, but man. that was he stamped on the floor you guys gusana like you touched a little bit yeah. and that's it um <coughs> goal of the tournament Paul Pogba just cuz of the celebration and I feel like he I feel like he needed that You forgetting Sheik? Eh Sheik was a goal bro. But Pogba's man I think <laughs> just cuz of the skill score, yeah, yeah, the skill before the 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 goal mm. and then the celebration. That little drag back. Yeah. And the fact that he tried it a few matches before he'd scored one just like that no 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 he hit the post oh yeah oh yeah he hit the post okay yeah you'll go to the tournament oh um yeah i think it's the shake one <laughs> you don't see goals like that at, a, at an international tournament mm. too often you see a lot of the pogba ones i mean there was one very similar on the opposite side for yarmolenko um, oh yeah 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 game. i mean yeah. it wasn't as accurate and it didn't necessarily have the much skill but you know yarmolenko could have replicated dams like, dams guard goal was really good as dams well dams guard's goal fuck you know maguire's penalty oh man that, uh, I mean, that, that's up there i mean when you <laughs> when you block out the camera that i mean that's that's something i've never seen that i've seen the camera being hit yeah but the camera f- stopped functioning there GoPro Niako <laughs> you, Bro you saw like the VCR tape screen you know like hey, you might want to reset this cassette uh. Um yeah that, that I mean young player of the tournament is Pedri where so they mentions Barella surprise surprise team of the tournament Denmark yeah Denmark yeah Denmark I mean with all the trials and tribulations that they faced and everything right they weren't even going on full defensive duty these guys were playing absolute football 
They were playing all the football, man. Dolberg. Mm. Bro, Dolberg, where did he come back from, bro? From the dead. From the dead, bro. That guy was supposed to be just a target, man. He was, he, I don't think he scored like one header. Also, Hungary, Hungary really got up there, bro, and they're they not they, supposed they, to. They, they, they really um, put on a good show. Yeah, they really game. showed us. They had to talk about some transfers. We have about six minutes. Let's go into it. Let's go into it. So, who are you guys linked to? Or who did you sign? Oh, you've actually signed actually someone signed recently. actually signed someone, yeah. Tavares, uh, my, my player. Mm. Um, obviously, Arsenal saw the transfer on FIFA 21 career mode somewhere. You bought him on FIFA? I bought him on FIFA, so they must have seen that. Mm. Uh, they must have seen my scout instructions that I sent. I said uh, young, mm. fast, and attacking. Okay. And what did he say in his uh, interview? That he's young, fast, and attacking. Yeah. Nice. And he likes to improvise. Nice, nice. Yeah. There was no improvisation. On your criteria? On, on my criteria. They, uh-huh. didn't, they didn't put that. But I'm pretty sure if they had that, I would have put that there. So Who else? Who else are you guys uh, um, buying? Sambi Lokonga. Sambi Lokonga is another backup midfielder that we're buying. Uh, but he's not been confirmed yet because he's had to um, uh, quarantine. So he's not mm-hmm. even going to join the Arsenal team. Uh, for this week's games in Scotland. Mm. Um, but yeah, and Ben White should be confirmed soon now. How I mean, much? The same way. I think it's going to be about 48 plus add-ons. Coming up to? Realistic add-ons coming up to about 51, 52. So like add-ons, like if he wins Ballon d'Or, if he's like top scorer, things like that. No, no, those, those are very, those are low-hanging fruit, man. I mean, if... if Low-hanging fruit. Yeah, if he wins UEFA Player uh, Defender of the Year, even though we're not in the Champions League, you know? Yeah, yeah. those are the add-ons. Those are the add-ons. Um, <coughs> but then there were some, there was, I mean, you know my boy AFC Bell, bro. Yeah, so what are you saying about James Madison? Uh, that, <laughs> I mean, that, that, that cheeky smile you have right now could only be about James Madison, bro. Madison! Checky. No, I'm not, I, I'm not having it. Um, look, what, what, what he said is mm. these men have already spoken to the players' camp. Mm. Right? They told him they're going to double his, his wages and give him the number 10 shirt. Now, that's pretty enticing. The number 10 shirt at Arsenal is at enticing. Arsenal is enticing. Dennis Burkamp, Mesut Ozil, Jack Wilshere. I mean, come on, some legends. Mm. Yeah. Maybe one of those is a legend. Mesut Ozil's a legend, bro. Is he? Yeah, maybe not an Arsenal legend, but he's a legend. A legend where? Everywhere. Allegedly. <laughs> you really think you're funny, huh? Fucking hell. World Cup winner, La Liga. Uh, he's anyway. a Real Madrid legend, not an Arsenal legend. Get that right, bro. And football legend. Streets will never forget. Anyway, look, the number 10 shirt at Arsenal is actually quite coveted. So mm. whether you like it or not, it is. Dennis Bergkamp held it on for so long, that's why. Okay. Who's the number 10 right now for United, by the way? Marcus Rashford, MBE. Feed the children, man. The kids. The Fair. doctor. At 23 years of age, bro. No worries, man. I, I, mean, I feel like he needs to do a bit more. I mean, in that's what? A big in what terms, bro? Goals, assists. Can, do you want me to give you goals, assists right now? Because all I'm getting nah. is, oh, man. Let me give you goals, goals, assists. Right quick. I was low confidence. Right quick. Non-penalty guys gold. Guys are chatting racism. Non-penalty gold bad. contributions by wingers in Europe. Mm. Number one, Song Heung-min, 33, 38. 
Number two, Marcus Rashford with 35. And then number three, Jaden Sancho with 33. How many goals? And this is a croc. How many goals? Half fit Rashford. Rashford. Racially abused Rashford. Racially abused Rashford. (laughs) So. Uh, um, But yeah, then there's uh, James Madison. The FC Bell reported that we're off. I mean, currently he's on 120. Mm. We told him we'll double that. To 40. Yeah. Uh Or I think to 20, somewhere about. Uh Uh, Five-year deal with the number 10 shirt. How much is the transfer fee? So the reported fee is anywhere between 60 and 70. But AFC Bell mm. says mm. that Arsenal, his sources at Arsenal tell him that they don't think that's an insurmountable, insurmountable amount. Yeah. Remember what they said about Ben White when the 40 million was first, first reported? Mm. They were like, ah, oh, that's not an insurmountable amount. Amount, yeah. I mean, he did pay 72 million euros, I mean, pounds for Pepe, mm. so... James Madison is, is a safer value. safer bet at 70. Premier League proven. You don't need time to fucking adapt. None of that bullshit. Yeah. But is he that good? He's 24. No, is he that good, Zoom? So in the last three... In the last three years... If wait, I was to give you years, the option of... Jack Grealish? Or Emi Buendia. Mm. Are you still going for James Madison? No. He's even third priority out of all those three. But you see... I don't care about the price, mm. and I think he is going to be that good. I think he's going to be immediately that good for us. He's going to make an immediate impact for us. Because mm. something people don't know about Emil Smith-Rowe, right? He doesn't make many through passes. His ball carries don't re- result in actual XG amounts. So like his ball carries are more for link-up. Um, and James Madison's stats in that regard are similar. They're mad. They're madders. And he's a freaking specialist. Yeah. People claim he's injury prone, but I checked the stats. It's just been one season, bro. bro last season. It was just last season. Let me tell you the stats. Let me tell you the stats. Yeah, tell me the stats. This season, he played 31 games. Mm. Last season, he played 31 games. The season before that, 35 games. Or is it 36? 36 no. games. He's not injury prone. He's not injury prone. He might miss some bit high-profile games, and I think that's what people base their mu- their memory off, mm. right? Like, oh, they played Arsenal, there was no James Madison. Ah, injury-prone. Yeah. No, he missed a few crucial games, and that can happen. You know, Thomas Partey missed a lot of crucial games for us. Well, that's because he's 38. So, Manchester United are closing in on Rafael Varane. I think I saw that today in the morning. Yeah, who, who um, reported it? Um, I think it was no, it wasn't Fabrizio. If it was Fabrizio, you'd be having a hard on right now, for sure. Uh, and right now, I just have and a, it's cold. I have a mild stiffy, so mm. we're we're getting there. Semi, semi. I have a semi hard on. Your dad listens to this podcast. I'm sure he does. <laughs> um, yes, Dad. <laughs> Hi. Um, yeah, so we're closing in on Varane, um, and apparently the the conversation around that is they want to finish it before it goes back for preseason. Mm. Um, this is mostly because they feel Ancelotti will sell him the Real Madrid project. But then... I mean, but Fab did report that uh, Varane wants to try something new. Did you know uh, he's been there for 10 years? Yeah, he wants to try something new. And more importantly, all the new... To Real Madrid name. Huh? 2011. He joined. He joined Real Madrid in 2011. Uh, he has to leave. I mean, you have to bounce. You have to try something else. I mean, you've won like three Champions League, La Liga's, Copa del Rey's. What, what else, else are there? you doing, yeah, man? Yeah, like leave. You've won the World Cup. Leave. Go change it up. Yeah, I think, yeah. Change it up. 
And like, I, honestly, and Manchester United is just the next best thing. Honestly, if you think about it, Real Madrid, Barca, if you're not moving Juve or Bayern Munich, and even then, those leagues aren't as, aren't as enticing as Man United. Mm. So I think I'd rather say, if you're not moving to Manchester United or Man City or Chelsea... Yeah, then Chelsea go, nowadays. Then you go, yeah. Chelsea nowadays. Then you can say Juve, Bayern Munich, Sal, those are solid choices, but yeah. ridiculous. But the encouraging thing for me is um, all the contract renewals Real Madrid have offered him have been for less money than we are offering him. So at least... They're never going to match up, especially the situation that, they're um, in. Yeah. Especially the situation they're in. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, it's just such an enticing package. From his point of view, mm. Champions League guaranteed. Um, There's a new manager. I mean, and new you might players even try bounce. Europa League. You never know. You um. just had to do that. <laughs> He's going to qualify for Europa League through Champions League. Is that what you're saying? You never know. You're a dickhead. <laughs> you're a dickhead. <laughs> you never know. He's never been to Azerbaijan. Shut the fuck up, bro. Baku. He's only ever heard of that Actually, thing. Baku. <laughs> Hey, gonna do any politics too, <laughs> bro? Games on a Thursday. I do games in the like, Look at us! Look at us! You know what I mean? Pogba, look at us! Games on a Thursday. Look at that! Look at us! Um, but yeah, much more money. Yeah, and it, I think if we do sign shit, him in shit weather, if we do sign weather, him, that's something. That's it's something. not too different from Madrid. Ooh, weather, Madrid bro. is beautiful. Come on, nah, it's not. Madrid is lovely. It's no, warm all the time. It's not all the time. Bro, all their games are 12 afternoon, man, and it's sunny as fuck. Nah, it's That's how La Liga Santander is. That's all I Madrid imagine. is in the north stadium. of Spain, my guy. It's not north, it's more central. It's centrally <laughs> north. Centrally north. <laughs> <laughs> bro, and you've been to Spain and you're telling me. That's what I'm you. telling you. Yeah, Weather so is not too much of a difference. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so I just feel like if, if we do get him, you'll be all right. that's the signing of the season for us. Not Sancho. No. Because Sancho, Sancho has been your sizing, signing of the season for the last two seasons. For the last five years. And we have players who can play in that position and we can get by. But getting Varane, a pure, like, just centre-back winner. and Yeah. So And I, then Sancho is doing his, uh, I'm just giving you guys medical, some news. Yeah, he's doing medical. his medical this week. And uh, Fabrizio said Manchester United is doing something fancy with his um, unveiling. I'd imagine they had to. Been um, fucking two years, now. Now, bro, I'm a bit on the fence with Is these. Is he gonna play a piano with these unveiling things? Unveiling, unveiling. Yeah, I'm. I'm a bit on the fence. Why? Because we're Manchester United. I feel like obviously it's gonna be something of quality and over the top. Well, that's what you said. But I feel like that comes back and kicks us in the butt during the season when it comes to Twitter bans and stuff. Because. You know, you know something we need. It to could talk be about. like it could be in a situation where it's like January, and then Sancho has like three assists, two goals, and then people are just retweeting <laughs> that. <laughs> they go back to that thing. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. They don't even so, like. They don't even get clips that they downloaded before. Now they go back to the that original tweet. tweet. So, um, yeah. Well, that's that's hardly. I mean, in comparison to what I have to worry about. No, I mean, yeah, it's documentary uh, that's coming up. Yeah, Arsenal and Prime, right? All or nothing. I'm so looking for Finally, to. we're going to get a season with nothing. After, I mean, we already did. Yeah, we did. We did. Bro, this is our time to shine. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> you guys are going to tell Tottenham, wait, yeah, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys think you are bad. Yeah. We're challenging for the league. What do you mean, bro? <laughs> I don't know, bro. Let's see. How, how are you feeling about that documentary, bro? Honestly? Mm. Thank God they didn't do it last season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So Just good. imagine watching the first three episodes, which is like from the period between October to December, bro. Oh my God. 
That would have been so peak. That's you guys were 10th, man. Even bro. like 15th what at some point. What do you mean that's point. when we were like, guys? We were 10th until Feb. You're 15th, bro. Yeah, man. We were 15th, 14th. <laughs> It's mad. And then it was the corona time, so everyone's on it. Everyone's watching it, bro. Anyway. Everyone's creating content out of it as well. Um, <laughs> Arsenal are also linked with a right back. Mm. Um, uh, we don't know who, but Fabrizio said uh, for sure Arsenal are going to do something with the right back situation. Apparently, Bellerin's asked to leave now, officially. <clears throat> so, uh, and, and Inter interested, but only with an option, with a loan. Mm. Maybe with an option to buy. They're not sure yet. So it's our job to convince them that, yeah, it's an obligation to buy. No, they're but replacing Hakimi. Obviously, yeah. So Such a downgrade. Such a downgrade. And Leno, is he staying or going? Looks or? like he's staying, bro. Looks like he is staying. Uh, Andre Onana, the guy who we're linked with quite heavily, uh-huh. is actually... He's changed his career to become a DJ. What? What? <laughs> he could be dope. That was really bad. In bad taste, man. He could be dope. <laughs> he could be dope. <laughs> um, but nah, he's agreed personal terms with Lyon, apparently. Or is it Marseille? I don't know. I think it's Lyon. So yeah, that's pretty much it from an Arsenal point of view. And I think uh, that's pretty much it from uh, Nearly Footballers podcast point of view. All right. So next um, week. Yeah, man. Preseason's uh, coming up now. It's time to watch those boring games of your team's and uh, read into why you lost to Hibernian 8-4. <laughs> See you guys next week. Uh, have a good one. <laughs>